0: Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 209. I'm Aaron Mack. I'm here with my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. TVC, based Complexity. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you very much. Yes. And Kevin will take it away with a significance of the number nine.
1: Is complexity. I right, first off everybody. Um the thing about the number nine. It regarding the number nine and I just think back <laughs> way back to um when I was nine. Basically, thinking that I was about to hit double digits and be wrong. That was not old me. Stress to And it turning 10, that was nothing special. But it was... Just that was the one thing that really stood out to me, um, being nine years old, being that I was about to be um, double digits, like forget the single digits, I was seven up. Nice, nice. It,
0: it, it, it's kind of like that, right? Yes, it is. I agree. <laughs> You know, I, for my 10th birthday, we had a, invited the class to, actually, I'll save that for next week, because the what made me think of 10 is, you were mentioning it's before you turn 10, so I was going to talk about 10, but I'm like, no, I should talk about that next week. Anyway, <laughs> my new, did, did you have anything else on nine? that was it my new song choice is none other than 2014's song by j-lo called first love from her aka album now i i will say first of all like i it was a cool title for now but i was like is jennifer lopez aka i don't know i don't know but As far as the song First Love, it is a sweet concept about not wasting time with the wrong people along the way. I wish Mm. you were my first love, because if you were my first, maybe there would have been no second, third, or fourth love, Mm. and it's a really cool concept, but I kind of think that. Those past struggles in in relationships building up to your finding that one or two or whatever, you know. I'm open-minded, you know, we're open-minded here at Hashtag Burst TV. Whatever floats your boat and doesn't hurt or harm anybody else, right? So on, on your way to your destination relationship, I'll call it that, your destination relationship. I feel that the rocky parts of the road leading up to that sort of help prepare you for it. Because I I, I think of myself, like if I found the man for me when I was 19, when I first started being like, I want a relationship. And that's a long, long, long story I'm not going to go into. But (laughs) if I found him at that point, I would have effed it up. And that just would have been, what, the end of it? No. Because I wasn't ready. And I remember my former mental health counselor told me, he's like, two broken people can't fix each other. Because I, I told him that I felt... That well, if I'm a broken person, I can find another broken person and we can fix each other. And he's like, that's not how it works. Anyway, Basic Complexity, <laughs> your
1: relatively older song. Yeah, definitely relatively older. And actually, oh.
0: I, I, I really wanted to, to quickly ask you your perspective <laughs> on that whole first love concept. Do you feel that if you found
1: your first love a long time ago, you would have been like And it's funny because I think back to my very first boyfriend and even to this day, we are still cool. But back then, we both were younger, more goholic. And yet, yeah, that just wasn't gonna work. We were all right, making that money. And maybe the song
0: is about just magically, if you find that person, even though you're not really ready, you all just make it work. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm learning things. I'm learning things about marriages and how people make things work. You know, it's not like it just magically up and happens. You have to put in work. So I question, you know, maybe if I found that right one and we both encourage each other to just make it work, maybe we would have. I don't know. Base Complexity, do you have anything else to say on it, or do you want to go to your old song?
1: I'll do that in a minute, but actually, in regards to relationships and funding, I guess that one, I definitely, for inspiration, I definitely look to my grandparents. They never separated or got divorced. Now, do they always get along? No. <laughs> and it's actually kind of funny sometimes. But you just learn to work with what you got. And, and work they, with
0: who is sincerely with you. Right, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Oldish song, shall we? Uh, alright, um, old my oldish song and just to me it's not that old, but alright, it's over a uh, ten over ten years old. Actually it's probably over fifteen now but um my old dish song um is actually from for those of you that remember the puskat dolls and they had a song from their debut album called stick with you which yes i enjoyed that song now with that song um it was from their 2005 album, debut album, and the song was more or less uh, remixed or whatever, however you want to write it. It was changed around by the singer Avant, and it was put on this 2008 album called, uh, I'm trying to, of his 2008 album called Director and it was uh, his version of Stick With You. So it was kind of like a remix. So it was put together those featuring Avant. Now, I I love both versions his version and the original. I think they're great. And that's what I have. You know, I love... I did, One,
0: I'm team Nicole Serzinger all the way. I think she is an exceptional vocalist who is... People throw around the term underrated a lot. But she she came along at that time that the music industry, honestly, was sort of switching from, anyway, all of that to say, all of that, nothing to say that I feel that she was sort of slept on. And perhaps Mm -hmm. maybe maybe it was her material. I don't know but she is exceptional, an exceptional vocalist. And as far as that debut album, I loved the song Stick With You. I might listen to it after our show now, because I didn't know you were going to name that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I also, I remember their song Buttons, which I I didn't, Buttons was a kind of take it or leave it song for me. But I remember (laughs) I went to, a gay club in Philadelphia (laughs) with a friend of mine or to see a friend of mine. And I remember a woman in the club, not a trans woman, but well, I, I have no idea what was going on down there in the club. She actually danced with me to the song Buttons. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Cool, you know, anyway. Do you have anything else to say on Buttons, my friend? Or are we ready for me to name the song, name the t- titles?
1: Um, Really quick, because you mentioned Buttons from their debut album also. And I have to say the one song from their debut album that probably always took out to me was the song Beat the Song, what Beep. oh,
0: wasn't that that will I am single? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, you know what else I, I remember about the Pussycat Dolls debut album? <laughs> this is, I'm such a little, I, I was such a young, gay, young man <laughs> at that time. But remember how on the album cover they were all like. Standing chest to chest, well, not chest to chest, but like all, uh, and they were all wearing a midriff, and and they, they all of their waists were like this wide, <laughs> and, yes. and they were, were yes, yes. And I remember I used to always <laughs> think about like being like I, I I would hold in my chest. Now at that time I actually. Went back and forth between having a six-pack and kind of almost. Nowadays, I I have, I have a sack currently. <laughs> anyway, but um, I, I had a six-pack back then. But um, I used to love pretending to like uh, pretending to be one of the pussy dolls and stand w- with with my my waist like this. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I'm ridiculous. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, th- that that's what I used to think of, the Pussycat Dolls. I'd be like, oh, I'm just like the Pussycat. Anyway, oh my god, let me stop. <laughs> anyway. Showtime. Shall we? Okay.
1: Hashtag
0: Hashtag His Drive. Hashtag Majority Rules. Hashtag Standards Double. Hashtag Thought power. Hashtag live one timeless. And the live one timeless is when we get into some very cool, interesting things, but it's only live for one time. It does not go on the rest. But everything is cool. So stick with us and enjoy. Right, basic complexity? Yeah. 209. Hashtag his drive at LA Times, hashtag verse TV 209A. Los Angeles Times article Would You Date a Bus Driver? Debate Royal Social Media and Ebony K. Williams Fires Back by Nardine Saad, Staff Writer, May 4th, 2023. Motivational spirit and talk show host Ian Van Zant is telling women to recalibrate their standards for men after she recently asked a Real Housewife whether she would go out with a bus driver. In a viral clip, Van Zant last week asked the Grio host Ebony K. Williams, the first Black cast member of Bravo's. Real Housewives of New York City franchise if she would date a bus driver after Williams shared that she felt it necessary to exude, quote, masculine energy, end quote. Quote, if he owns the bus, if he owns it, if he owns the bus, Iyanla, end quote, Williams replied after a moment of hesitation, Van Zant, who was discussing modern women and femininity with the lawyer-turned-reality star, immediately stopped Williams and said that therein lay the problem, which catalyzed a backlash to Williams' remarks and the debate in
1: general. Okay. Um, all right. So after hearing this, in my honest personal opinion, um, regardless of what she claims, um, on the extreme basic level, it it does come down to. Money, basically. Um, she get claim doesn't, but in all honesty, it does. That's what I have. I think women are
0: put in an interesting, difficult position in terms of societal society's expectations for their man right and telling them what they should expect anyway my initial reaction and my connection when i first saw this i was like absolutely i wouldn't have a problem dating a bus driver if he owned the bus if he drove the bus period and I don't mind dating people on any level i always say my main concern and this is me as a homosexual man my main concern Mm. is that my partner is able to support himself Mm. and you know outside of that though i don't care you know make, make your bills satisfied whatever now my deeper dig on this topic i and I even watched the full interview that Ebony K. Williams did on The Griot when she was act- actually interviewing Ian Van Zant on her show, yes. And on that, I, she explained that it was revealed that she is a fellow 1983 baby And initially, I was kind of going to go in on the fact that she was she is the first black cast member on Real Housewives of New York City, New York City, New York City, the first. And it's like, okay, but I, I I I fell in like with her watching that interview, like, I think she's really cool she was very responsive to what Ian Labanzan had to say in the interview. and she like really came across like as a woman who's approaching forty because she's a fellow eighty three baby as a woman who's approaching forty and tr- trying to make things happen with a man. And I'm like, yes, sister, I know that's right, me too, okay? yes okay. so i'm I'm all team her and Yeah. Also, I ask, which is something one of the commenters asked, they're like, why would she ask her that question, though? Because she's a lawyer. Ebony K. Williams is a lawyer. So how many bus drivers really get into such social circles? And it's not an issue of I'm better than you. But how many get into those social circles outside of driving the bus, you know? And with um online dating, uh, a, a lot, there's a lot of crisscross with people and perhaps be open to that possibility. But basic complexity or one and one.
1: Um, basically just that for people in general, you are more than entitled to live your life however you see fit. And that's what I've. All right.
0: And another reason that I have a particular love for the Grio host, Ebony K. Williams, is I really appreciate the fact that in that interview that she conducted with Ianla Van Zandt, because initially I was like, oh, did she go on, on Yanla Van Zant show? But no, Ianla Van Zandt was on the Grio, and she's a host on a show on the Grio. And they acknowledge that the masculine energy or feminine energy is not tied to a genitalia. I was like, yes, y'all better talk about it. Yes, because you can have masculine energy or feminine energy. And it doesn't matter what you've got down there, you know? Like, I think of myself as the, uh, I, I, I always say, the more, Actually, I don't even need to say that. I think that people are attracted to people who are around them. And I acknowledge that my attraction adjusted as I spent the first part of my childhood in upstate New York. Then we moved to New Orleans, Louisiana. Then I went to college in the Mid Atlantic. Then I moved up to Baltimore for my first job. So it's like, yeah. That makes a difference. Now, my summation, if you will, is, and as for those places, I I have different attractions based on all of those locations uh, for the most part. I say, share love with whomever you share love. Ignore pointless hate. They won't be there to hold and console you in your time of trouble. Acknowledge your standards, however, acknowledge your standards might keep you single for a while, indefinitely, possibly, but don't want, it's fine to not want to end up with the wrong one, you know? And also don't accept abuse. I I always have to specify that. Don't accept abuse from somebody. That's never good. But, yeah, your standards might uh, take you on a long road to finding – anyway, oh, my gosh. Uh, Basic Complexity, are you ready for the next topic? Yes. All right. Hashtag majority rules at vegan community. Hashtag verse TV209B.
2: Think about it. What were we taught as children? We were taught that people from China, Vietnam, or other countries who kill and eat cats and dogs are bad people. But us choosing to eat chicken is apparently our personal choice. We were told that the Japanese who go on hunting expeditions to kill whales and dolphins are horrible people, but us choosing to eat mutton is the circle of life. We were taught and told to be sad and upset if we ever read in the news that a hunter had killed an elephant and stolen her tusks. But the same society also taught us that it's apparently our right to forcefully make a female cow pregnant, kill her child, and steal and drink that child's milk. If there's anything you can take away from this lecture today, please remember the following two statements I'm about to say. Number one, a lie doesn't become the truth, wrong does not become right. And evil does not become justice just because those actions are done by the majority of people. And point number two, it is your responsibility to create a more ethical society than the one you were born into.
0: Okay, so my initial reaction and connection are connected. I felt wow when I saw this video. I was like, ooh. Ooh let me get it okay I thought wow because I used to wonder about the same thing how it's like some animals must be worth more than other animals because it's like we talk about people and I particularly used I used to think that they were just making this stuff up to be like mean talking about eating dog and stuff but I remember I would hear that and I'd be like, but why is it that the dog's life matters more than the cat, you know, and it's it's because dogs are a man's best friend, I guess, dogs and cats, but it kind of comes down to like the death penalty and that murder, uh, who, who gets the death penalty is not based on the race of the person who did the murder. That's pretty equal all around, black, white, um, Asian, et cetera. The murderer has an equal chance of getting a death penalty based on the color of their skin. But the discrepancy comes in, who gets killed? That's where you get, so I, I don't even need to go into that. But all of that is saying that there are different values to different lives and each country, the majority establishes its value that they place on lives, right? And he's probably in India and it's, I don't even remember why I said that, he's probably in India. But Oh, well, just like that's his country. And talking about mutton, mutton is lamb. And I I know for myself, lamb is another one of those things that I was like, I thought lambs were just for wool. And the irony, though, is the fact that I have in my life had bacon before, you know, and there are some people who feel that bacon is a disgusting, horrible thing to eat. And I don't eat bacon anymore, but I have had it before. You know, that was on my list of things. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to what Sage George Carlin said. And I I love me some George Carlin. He's so on point with everything. He said that people need to learn how to think critically. Think for yourself. Not don't just go with the majority, and that's why majority rules. You know, don't just go with the majority. Don't just be like, oh, well, society says that eating cats is bad, so I'm gonna believe eating cats is bad, even though some other people eat cats. Or society says eating cows are okay. I'm gonna think for yourself. Think critically. That's more important. Thank you, George Carlin. Biggest complexity.
1: Okay. Um... Once I heard heard this, the teacher actually makes some very, very valid points. Um, In the U.S., we are definitely, definitely not holier than thou. Trust and believe we have our own share of dirty laundry just like every other country on the face of the planet. That's what I have.
0: Wasn't that the title of that Kelly Rowland album, Dirty Laundry?
1: Yeah, it was a single, not that album. Oh, what was the title? Well, okay, it doesn't matter.
0: But (laughs) I will say that... My one sentence, actually, I'll go right into it. I think, I think that everyone, I think that if everyone thought critically and asked more questions, Mm -hmm. that the world would be a better place. I think, I don't know for sure, because I acknowledge if everybody thinks critically, maybe there'd be other problems, possibly, I don't know. But I'd like to think that if everyone in the world actually thought critically and asked more questions instead of making assumptions, the world would be a better place. That's just what I think, basic
1: complexity. All right, so what I have is that, (laughs) like really, Getting down to the basics of it, no one at all on the face of this planet is 100% innocent. We are all guilty of something, it's, even if it's something minor, which a lot of times it is. But um, yet, yeah, we are not 100% innocent. Oh, yeah. Um, like I said, we're not 100% innocent, regardless of how minor it may seem. That's, that's.
0: You know, when when you said the word guilty, you reminded me. Of, I know Seven Streeter and a, a few other people have a song called Guilty, but you, my mind immediately went to, and we have nothing to be guilty. Our love will climb any mountain. That was Barbara Streisand. Yes, I'm gay. I'm sorry. Barbara <laughs> Streisand and Andy Gibb of the BGS. Anyway, so are you ready for our next one? Yes. And here we go. Hashtag verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack,
1: Kevin, aka basic complex today.
0: Hashtag verse TV, family. Hashtag verse TV hashtag verse TV Family 209.